Hey guys, my name is Jen and welcome back to Gen Ed. So for today's episode, I'm going to be talking about, you guessed it, COVID. It's an understatement to say that COVID has affected everything and everyone, including education. Now that school is back in full swing, it's only appropriate to make an episode about the pandemic's effect on the educational system. You know, we've seen the effects it has had on elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, but especially colleges and universities. But for the sake of this episode, I'm going to focus on education as a whole. And I mean, all of these institutions have similar effects. So the first topic I'm going to talk about is mental health. And we need it now more than like ever before. And we're starting to see um, the acknowledgement of that and eliminating the stigma behind it. You know, one of my teachers actually started this. This was like pre-COVID era, by the way. And she started this, I think, back in January or late 2019. But she had an emotion wheel up on the board every single Friday. And we would get out a sheet of paper that she made for us and write down what we feel. And, you know, this was like a common Friday thing. And I don't know if any of y'all have heard about an emotion wheel slash feelings wheel. But it's a wheel and there's three layers. And the layer in the center has seven um, broad emotions, which include anger, sadness, fearfulness, bad, surprised, happy, and there's, like, multiple ones, like, on the internet, but those were, like, the most common ones, or the one I was looking at, specifically, and then you take that broad emotion from the center, and then it'll have, like, five other options, so, for instance, happy can, some of the emotions within the happy spectrum would be playful, content, interested, proud, accepted, powerful, peaceful, um, trusting, optimistic. And then for like anger, it would be betrayal, resentment, disrespect, ridiculed, indignant, violated, furious, you know, and so many more. And yeah, we would just like acknowledge our feelings because she said that growing up she had a tough time with that and she kind of wished that um she had focused on her mental health like at an earlier age so that's something that that was like my first encounter I would say with mental health in school but yeah I really like that and really has well I haven't really used a feelings chart in a while but I think it's a really cool concept but you know in quarantine we spent a lot of the time alone you know, locked at home, doing our work online. We didn't see our friends or our extended family, you know, and that can be harsh. You know, you're basically isolated from anyone that you know. And, you know, sometimes it's not good to just stay in one place. And then we had, on top of that, stress from the pandemic, school people working like money you know everyone had to work at least 10 times harder 
And this is something that I, well, I don't encourage like stress, but I encourage that you acknowledge your feelings and you acknowledge your mental health like every once in a while. Because in the end, you matter more as a person than a student, than a worker, like, or a daughter. You know, you matter as a person. COVID has also affected accommodations. Um, for instance, like the start of the school year this year, we saw it already, you know, in person or online. You know, people had the option to choose what to do based on their know learning style what they felt was most comfortable etc and etc for instance for me I had experience with online school and I'm a really adaptable learner but my friend on the other hand really liked really needed more help um more fast you know she couldn't wait like a couple of hours for an email back for a teacher if she was doing it online and you know that's completely fine. Like, everyone has, like, their own, they have their own recommendations. They they know what they need. And also, I've seen students have, accom- like, actual accommodations, which, according to Washington EDU, means an alternation of environment, curriculum, format, or equipment that allows an individual with a disability to learn. You know, examples could be stress balls, taking a test on a computer, getting read something aloud if if you have a dyslexia. And I like how how my school district is um, still giving students accommodations. Like because of like their 504 plan or um, something else. So I really like how the school is being really flexible. And that's actually another issue I want to talk about later in the episode. I think, well, all of these points are extremely important. But communication is, it's a whole topic by itself. So I think there's more emphasis on communication if you're doing virtual slash online school. Because you're going to have to send out emails. Um, um, use Instagram if your class has or your school has an Instagram. You know, Google Meets, Remind, um, GroupMe, Zoom especially. You know, you're doing all of these online platforms for, communi- for communication. And I mean, that's good. Like, that's great how we have the technology to do that. But, you know... It's kind of, there's some cons to it because anything can be misinterpreted. For instance, um, you know, emojis like on emails can be like condescending or like show ridicule. And, you know, when you're sending an email or when you're doing anything online, basically, you have to be professional. And I feel like kids, especially like, young kids like elementary middle school they don't understand that concept I mean even some high schoolers but like that's not the point but like they don't understand the concept about professionalism and effective communication and you know that's one of the downsides to online school but communication is important 
like we use it every day in our lives you know it's in every single career in every action and I think that like that's a pro about online school like you get the experience unlike being like unlike not unlike um going to school face-to-face but like when you're you're in school face-to-face you know you have like you see body language you see facial expressions well like from your eyes and your like eyebrows but not so much of your like mouth but I mean communication is definitely going to change I mentioned this in the previous segment but technical skills are going to be affected by COVID um like using different platforms um Zoom Instagram Twitter Google Meets emails Gmail whatever and you see like there's a divide between young and old teachers you know older teachers they're not used to this technology stuff you know they're used to the pencil paper physical like materials type of learning whereas young teachers have more experience with these online platforms and it kind of makes me like I feel bad for the older teachers or teachers just in general because this like they were never trained to like teach during a pandemic you know it's not their fault like they're we're all learning it's a learning experience but there's like so much going on but you know technical skills more like on the google uh, on the google applications like um, slides spreadsheets docs drive and then my school my school district is doing is using canvas for the classrooms you know last well in the spring we used google classroom but they completely like got rid of that and now we're doing canvas but yeah that goes to show that it's a learning process for both teachers administrators and students culture and society have been intertwined with covid to influence the um influence education so the biggest one is the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I don't know if any of y'all heard about this, but uh, supposedly a Texas teacher lost her job because she had Black Lives Matter posters on her virtual Bitmoji classroom. And luckily she got her job back, and I'm so glad she did. But there was controversy over that. So that's that's crazy, but teachers are supposed to create a space where everyone is welcomed no matter where they come from no matter what they believe in you know like that's that's a side part of teaching and another topic within that is like climate change and political engagement political engagement is like the biggest one you know i see teachers um promoting voting and they're telling all their students who are above 18 like hey have you vote like do you know about voting? Do you know who are the candidates? Do you know where the like the closest voting poll is? And I actually think um, in recent years that my school is a voting site. So that's really good. And unfortunately, I'm not 18. I can't vote. But I would be so down to vote if I was 18. And also, ethnicities and races are being uh, um, already talked more uh, my school is predominantly black and hispanic so 
a lot of the teachers know what um, we're going through, you know, our views, our beliefs. And I think that's really, we need to be aware of that because our beliefs and culture and background influence, like, our personalities and lives. Flexibility is going to be a game changer for education. My school actually closed since last Friday. And it's going to remain closed all this week. And people are going to go back um, next Monday. Well, this Monday. And that just goes to show that teachers have to... Everyone, everyone has to adapt to online learning since school is closed. So teachers must change their lesson plans all online. Administrators have to have meetings through Zoom. Um, lectures have to be on Zoom as well. You know, contacting about grades, assignments, um, due dates, all on email. But, you know, all it's all about ad- adapting to the current situation. And, I mean, this is going to happen, I believe, like, most of the time. And my school isn't the only one in my school district that has shut down already. A middle school actually shut down last week, I believe. But I think, in my, you know, in my point of view, I think the school should shut down every once in a while. Um, to, like, just clean up and disinfest everything. And that's not even my idea. My cousin actually, like, said that. Like, it was good to every once in a while, like, um, clean up the school. But, yeah, I think that's really good. That's a really good idea. But, yeah. So, that's all I have for today's episode. I know it's kind of strange for me to post on a Wednesday. But, I mean, I had free time. So, I just wanted um, wanted to post an episode since I haven't in more than a week. But, yeah, if y'all have any questions about school, tutoring, college applications, financial aid, just let me know. But I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye!